Episode 305. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. It's Will. Sans Trent today. People got lives. Welcome. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. However it is you partake, really appreciate it. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways is Twitter via the hashtag NetHeads. If you are uh, listening to this or watching it or anything else, it's after the fact. So no live interaction. But if you want to reach out to us anyway via Skype, you might be able to via uh, NetHeads on air via Skype. Leave us a message there. Or uh, just go ahead and, and uh, you know, send us a message, NetHeadsOnAir at gmail.com. Just that simple. Anyway, I want to thank everyone again uh, for tuning in. This is just a quickie, one of those little microcasts I've, I've kept threatening about doing uh, just because uh, I'm about to go out of town. Uh, Trent hasn't been available. I haven't been available. I've been sick. I've been busy. Uh, as I said, people have lives. But I really just wanted to get something laid down. I wanted to drop some tracks, if you will, uh, before I get going. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's just get into it, shall we? One of the things I wanted to do since it's been uh, a while since we've uh, come together last, I figured it'd uh, be a good time to go ahead and hit all of the things that we haven't discussed. A little segment I call Oops! We missed it. That's right. Uh, while we have been gone, some of the big news that kind of happened, uh, I don't want to say in tech, but let's just, let's face it. The title of this one is Disney Plus to me because Disney Plus has launched. And one of the big bits of news that uh, came down the pike during uh, us not being available is the fact that Disney Plus did finally work out a deal with Amazon and they are going to be available. Well, they are available at launch last Tuesday. On Fire TV, so all of your Amazon products, the very hub of my streaming media solution here in the home, uh, so that it could be available on all of the televisions in the home via uh, the Fire TV came to fruition. Disney realized, let's not cut off our nose to spite our face, or I think they had some type of disagreement about, or they needed to come to terms in regards to uh, advertising somehow. Uh, I don't know what it was, and I don't even know the, the details, and it really doesn't matter because well after the fact, but I was very pleased and very thankful for the fact that the uh, the Disney Plus was available uh, on Fire TV uh, for launch. As a matter of fact, I believe, who was it? Was it Simon Fisher? Told us that via Twitter, possibly. Could have been one of them. Uh, one of our listeners, more than likely Simon Fisher, uh, but it could have been somebody else, and I apologize if I'm giving the wrong credit. Uh, but that was uh, great news to hear, so I'm so thankful that on launch day, I was able to go ahead and take my Fire TV, fire it up, and get a disconnect notice. That's right. <laughs> well, not a disconnect notice, just a we can't connect notice. Uh, you may want to be able to watch Disney+, Plus, but sorry, too many people want to use it, and we can't cope, is, what, uh, is, is the impression that I got. Not necessarily saying that that is actually what happened. I don't know what the uh, supply or demand issue was. I don't know what it was that was bringing the service down, uh, other than the fact that I'm sure it was just a ton of people accessing it all at once, because that's what usually brings these things down. But I, I too, got the same type of notification. When I first went to fire it up, uh, it wouldn't load just about anything. 
I uh, had to restart the app, uh, and then I was able to hear the Mandalorian, and then finally restart the app, and I was able to see the Mandalorian. Uh, found the area to go ahead and create profiles, and weren't able to choose a custom avatar for the profiles, uh, at least not on the first day. I know by day three or four, uh, we were able to, and we were able to go ahead and pick whatever avatar we wanted from the readily available pre-selected ones from Star Wars, or Disney, or Pixar, or... What's some of the other ones? I think National Geographic, uh, maybe. I don't remember now. I just know that I went through, and I three out of four family members went with The Incredibles. Uh, I've since changed mine to Sully from Monsters, Inc. Not that anyone asked. But uh, I will admit that it was a bit of a shock in in getting the, uh, the notice that, uh, sorry, we can't connect. But at the same time, it made me feel good because I knew that there were going to be a bunch of other people that are accessing the service just the way I am, or more to the point, not accessing the service just the way I am. Uh, and I do know that during the launch time, let's see, now what do we do? We, check, we checked out uh, Steamboat Willie. I watched that. Uh, also checked out the Disney uh, Plus original movie, Noel, with uh, Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. They're uh, offering a Christmas movie because, uh, folks, as of, I think... I could be wrong. I'm just going to guess somewhere around November 5th or November 7th of this month, my daughter already started decorating the house for Christmas. It's her favorite season. And to be honest, considering it's a multi-day affair to decorate the inside of the house when you take into consideration the Christmas tree and everything else, I'm not going to I'm not going to crap on it because honestly speaking, that's a lot of work. And and and, and the house really does look a lot better when the decorating season happens for Christmas, because we have, uh, my wife has a massive snowman collection, which helps fill in this, this cutout on our stairways. Uh, the banisters for our stairways get covered in lit garland, which is both nice to look at, uh, while at the same time it's completely functional, because when you're going to bed, you can turn off all the lights and you still have a lit path going upstairs. Uh, the, uh, the, what is that thing called? Uh, above the fireplace. The mantle, the fireplace mantle, uh, looks very pretty and green, has positive messages, and we've got this uh, special wreath that hangs in front of the mirror that's lit, and, and it's oh so pretty, and, 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 and you know, red and green is very uh, nice and soothing anyway. So I, I'm not going uh, to shoot anyone down for decorating too early, but that's not what this is about. We're here to talk about Disney+, Plus, right? So did check out Noel, which it was okay, eh, not going to lie. Uh, three out of four family members kind of got disengaged with it, and I did see it to the end. Not that I'm here to critique that film, uh, but, it, you know, is it going to be a Christmas classic? Not so much. But it did have Billy Eichner in it, too, so that was something that I thought would be a, a stronger point. I thought if you're going to have a Billy Eichner in your in your show, in your movie, that's something you're going to be able to play up. It's a, it's a crutch you're going to be able to lean on, and, and honestly, felt he was kind of underutilized. Uh, but, you know, uh, when it all comes down to it, folks, uh, the one thing that I know that a lot of us flooded our way over to Disney Plus 4 was The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars TV show only available on Disney Plus. Uh, and, and after seeing the first episode, had a lot of questions. Thankfully, new episodes come out uh, Fridays. So we didn't have to wait long since it premiered or Disney Plus dropped on a Tuesday. Uh, and and I liked what I saw. But I, I do have to make a comment here. I'm a little I'm a little shocked in our in our binging society. And I don't know if it's because Disney Plus 
wants to uh, to milk it or they want to uh, help build hype or they just want to adhere to the TV model. Uh, they want to keep us coming back. I don't know if there's some metric that's important for viewership being consistent across the board because uh, as it stands, you're just going to see a spike every Friday. But I was a little disappointed that all the episodes aren't dropping at once. We have uh, through Netflix some Hulu shows and the like it, it we've, we've gotten into a point in our culture where we are, we are spoiled and we get everything at once and, and we can watch it all at once, you know, stranger things dropped. And I wrote off like eight or nine hours of my life or whatever it was. And, and I watched all of stranger things. Or if you decide, uh, you're, you're suddenly going to get into American horror story and you got the Hulu, uh, you could sit down and watch so many seasons, of American Horror Story, uh, all available there for you. So I'm a little shocked that they are are working under the weekly release model. But I guess that is a good way to help contain and sustain hype. Not that they needed to. Now, I'm recording this on, uh, what is it? It's Monday, uh, November 18th. And today, I believe it was, the, uh, the official Star Wars Twitter account made mention to... Um, you know, some species species age uh, slower than others or something along those lines. Uh, but I'm still not going to mention the big uh, reveal. It's out there. But if you're listening to this and you haven't gotten Disney Plus yet or you plan on getting it, you got to wait for a pay period or what have you. I don't want to spoil it. But let's just say it was at the end of the first episode definitely had a hook. And that was with the appearance of of a very young baby tridactyl type creature. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and, and that is something that made you wonder, well, what are the next episodes going to be? So, uh, you know, while we're at it, uh, I guess we may as well recap, not recap in a way, but kind of talk about my thoughts on the first two episodes of the Mandalorian, cause they have now both dropped. So the first episode, I was very pleased with what we saw. Uh, I instantly had to Google within the first few moments because the, uh, the blue fish guy that was being brought in on bounty. I'm like, I know this voice. I know this voice. Who is it? And it turns out it was Horatio Sands. Uh, I also had to Google because I'm like, wait, where have I seen the Mandalorian ship before? And I think it's one of the same troop drop ships that we saw like Yoda was flying in one in, uh, was it attack of the clones? Is that the second prequel movie? Uh, so the Mandalorian has one of those ships and, and there's a lot of fan service in these first two episodes, okay? And and that's great because, honestly speaking, to a certain degree, you want some of that because you are coming to a Star Wars product and you want to be reassured of certain Star Wars elements. That's not to say that that can replace story completely. You do need to have a solid story. You need to get people engaged and have them drawn in. And with this particular story they're telling, I was, but it kind of did help that they had certain elements. You know, you have a bounty hunter that has a portable uh, carbonite freezing system. You've got elements that are definitely very Star Wars in, in nature. Um, you definitely get everything that I think as a Star Wars fan you want uh, out of it. And if uh, there, by the way, uh, in case you're uh, watching the video, you may have noticed my outfit has changed. And that's because um, I did recorded the first part before I had to go to New York. Now I'm back from New York. And in an oops, we kind of uh, missed it uh, moment as well. <laughs> Everything that I had um, 
set up to talk about on this because I, I was going to focus very heavily on episode uh, two uh, of The Mandalorian, uh, especially uh, after, you know, the big reveal that kind of happens at the end of, of the first episode. It's like, well, where is this going to go next? How far is the story going to uh, continue on? And, and as we saw, it was just right into it. Now, one of the things I really loved about the second episode of The Mandalorian was uh, the entire segment with the Jawa um, sand uh, cruiser because uh, not only does it have a, a lot of good action and a lot of uh, good uh, nods to some Lucas works in the past, uh, it also, for me, had a really big feel of the uh, Super Nintendo uh, Super Star Wars game. The, the moment I started watching uh, the uh, that episode and seeing that transpire, the moment we saw the Mandalorian climbing up the side of it, I'm like, this feels a lot like that Star Wars game. And and I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, I should say, if, if that worked into part of the narrative as well. Uh, but when it comes right down to it, uh, the one thing I thought would be really cool uh, would be to kind of uh, go over all the things that are, are kind of coming up because uh, with uh, the regular advertisement and logo you know we see the mandalorian and he's got kind of this series beginning um mandalorian armor that's just regular and painted uh but in some of the preview materials that you see out there uh, he's actually got a full set of uh, shiny beskar steel uh armor and i'm like well uh, you know how how long in the series are we going to go to this because the whole thing that he's being uh able to retrieve is he's supposed to return for all this Beskar steel, which is obviously how he gets the armor. But I'm like, oh, well, how are they, are they going to drag that out? And, and honestly, the truth is in the very second episode, they didn't. I mean, like I even pulled a video clip, man, in order to kind of look at how you saw him uh, in action in all that new armor. But, uh, but I got to tell you guys, um, uh, they took care of that right away with the third episode, which has already dropped. So uh, definitely, um, we, we see now that the first three episodes of this story are really kind of the, the building of our hero because he ends up getting the armor and then has a, a moment of uh, consciousness or, or internal crisis. And he acts on that, which now propels us into the rest of the story where you've got, uh, what I'm assuming is the Mandalorian on the run and being sought after by every bounty hunter in order to try and get uh, the child or the package uh, or whatever you want to going to want to call what I wasn't uh, referring to before when I referred to them as tridactyls but some little baby that is obviously of Yoda's species there I finally said it so uh, it I got to say I it, for the longest time I was curious why they were on this weekly model uh, but now I understand it because we all, as long as the series is going, will be talking about it, which means every week they get a social media advertising boost, not only for the show, but for the service. And that's the hook right there. That's the reason why they aren't giving us all the episodes all at once, uh, which is good anyway, because I think binge watching in, in some ways is good and in other ways it's detrimental to the experience. So uh, personally loving the Mandalorian. Uh, and, uh, that's all I got to say about Disney plus. Cause really that's all I've gone to it for. I have put on, 
I've kind of been working my way through the available Star Wars movies on there, uh, starting with the original Star Wars, uh, just because they're there. Uh, and, you know, how could I, I not look at the infamous McClunky that was added to the Greedo scene? Uh, but I uh, haven't really explored very much else of Disney Plus other than The Mandalorian, which I'm sure they're banking on. And I'm glad to know that this was already renewed before even the first um season aired so you know good for us there uh other news too and, and this is one of the other things i wanted to talk about which i'll just include in this now that it's a week later and i'm trying to pad it up a little bit anyway um one of the things that i was shocked about was that uh amazon actually put out a catalog and i don't think i talked about this before uh but it was just kind of shocking to me that this non-brick and mortar store is trying to recapture some of the, uh, what I have, or fond childhood memories of the Toys R Us toy guide, uh, where you could go through and you can mark a, like a wish book, you know, the wish list, the big Christmas uh, catalog of toys, and you'd be able to go and, and look at everything and mark off what you wanted and, and, and that kind of thing. And it turns out Amazon sent one out as well. I was going to hold on to it so I could show it here, but it's already gone the recycle bin because uh, it arrived weeks ago. Uh, but I was a, a shocked that they were doing it. They included stickers so you could mark the things you liked. And it's like, wow, that's a, that's really old school for something new school. Are you something old school for something new school? Uh, which I, again, wasn't expecting, uh, but at least it, it amused me. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, my outfit has changed because this is Thanksgiving now. And uh, I just wanted to kind of put a button on this and get it out there because it's the longest time that's probably ever been taken to produce a microcast. What the hell, Will? Uh, but uh, thank you for uh, joining me. I, I don't know what your Thanksgiving is like, but uh, this year I upheld my tradition of waking up and running a 5K. And now I'm just basically waiting out the day until the Thanksgiving feast comes, uh, doing some of that uh, a bit of intermittent fasting, uh, but believe me, I've had my coffee because I need it. Because I don't know why I thought it would be a great idea to get up and run early in the morning, but I did it. And uh, we have what they have referred to as a bomb cyclone hit the West Coast, uh, kind of more in the California-Oregon border area. They're getting the full brunt of it. Uh, on this side, we just got lane uh, rain. I don't know what lane is. We got rain. And we got some really, really cold temperatures. Uh, so this morning when I was out running, it was like 40 degrees, which I'm unaccustomed to in California. And others uh, I know feel that it is probably wimp weather, which I would agree uh, because uh, there are far more adverse and colder parts of the continental U.S. right now. And uh, I'm glad I'm not regularly in one of them. Uh, I do enjoy the California lifestyle. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Sorry. Anyway, uh, until next time, guys, thank you for uh, dropping in on this microcast. Hopefully, I'll, I'll crank out a few more. Tomorrow, we are we are making our own Thanksgiving feast because today I'm going to my sister-in-law's house. Uh, so that'll be on the agenda for tomorrow. Uh, don't know about Saturday and Sunday, but I do know that I need to uh, clean my office. So that'll be hopefully one of the objectives over the next couple of days. Not that anyone asked, but I thought I'd share. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, hopefully we can check in again tomorrow. 
and we could talk about uh, everything Black Friday that transpired. What was the viral, terrifying video of of crowds entering into the fray, and uh, and what are the amazing deals that I did not take advantage of? I have a new uh, desired kitchen gadget, but I've already got one, and a reskin is just not a justifiable reason for why you do that. At least not in my book. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Until next time, uh, my name is Will. It's just me. And and you've been listening to another edition of uh, NetHeads. And uh, we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. No stinger. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody.